mind-shifting moment, a learning from our guests that change their perspective, or a tool or technique I share to help you get in your zone of genius and stay in it, or a mind-shifting session where I get to help our guests shift their mind here and now and become a healthier and happier leader, and you get to follow along. We share, you listen, reflect, and implement. The world becomes a better place. Let's go. So Ivan, we just recorded a main episode and it was longer than we expected, which is always a beautiful thing because that means that we had enough to cover. (laughs) And now uh, I want you to uh, have a share a mind shifting moment with us. And when you share the topic, I really get excited because I hear it a lot that entrepreneurship and leadership are lonely journeys. So what do you have to say about the learning journey of being a founder? It's a very difficult journey. It is a very volatile journey. And I would say doing it alone is an unnecessary challenge, really. Get people on board, get different people on board. Specifically, the main reason is that it will help you stay, I guess, in a better in a better place, in a healthier place mentally. Because there will be times when you just look at a problem and you want to give up and you say, I don't know what to do about it. Like, I just want to kind of go in my shell and just like close myself out. I just need to need to rest. And when you're doing it alone, you know, if you're not going to solve this problem, no one will. But when you have other people on board and specifically different people on board, as your co-founders, as your, not just kind of like, oh, here's your like 2%, but like actual co-founders where maybe you have 30% and two more people have 30%, you will know that you can allow yourself when you see a problem and you feel like you're not ready to face it, you can just pass it on to your uh, co-founders, ask them to help. And because they are different, it's actually very likely that whatever kind of got you over the edge, got you kind of exhausted, will be an easy walk or much easier walk for them. And they would say, yeah, sure, I'm going to go and go and solve it. And you'll go, you'll go to sleep, and then you wake up and they will say, problem solved. And you were like, wow, before I had to solve all the problems myself, but now I can go to sleep, wake up, and the problem is solved. What is magic? Why yeah. didn't I do it earlier? Huh? <laughs> I didn't I do it earlier. Exactly. So what was that mind-shifting moment for you when you realized that co-founders are so important for the success of the company, but also for your own well-being and mental health? That moment when I was actually, and I truly tried it. So with our uh, organization that we started, uh, Ukrainian IT Hub, we have uh, four co-founders and they're very different. Actually, now we have five co-founders and like the people are very different is that I do organization. We have a kind of business organization. We have a person doing like full tech. We have a p- person doing sales. We have a person doing a just day-to-day organization. We have a person doing like business analysis for our like clients' projects. And it's so nice because everyone has their own thing to do. And after I tried tried it, I say I would I don't want to start any any projects on my own ever again. Like I want to have a diverse team. I would say at least three people, but four is better. Like if I, if I could, I would go with four people as like an optimal, like three to four people is, is the optimal amount. And yeah, you, you have to try it to know how much better it is. 
How did it affect, uh, like last question here, just to keep selling the idea for uh, yeah. people. How did it affect you personally? I started sleeping better. I actually take, I actually rest on weekends. I like, I don't know, wake up, wake up at nine. I go and cook myself, I don't know, some very good breakfast. I, you know, go play games or watch something. And I know that I can allow my, I can allow myself to rest specifically because I have other people also worrying about stuff. And we are sharing this overall amount of worrying to do between the four of us. And that makes us, each of us worry less. And to go a bit deeper into that, when people yeah. hear that, like, yeah, it sounds nice, but that would mean that I'm giving a piece of my cake to someone else. Yeah. So yeah. What would, how would you address that? I would say that uh, you have some... The way I look at it is that you have a finite amount of uh, kind of cake you can make uh, within some amount of, uh, within some amount of time, and it doesn't matter if you are just making one cake or you are making five different cakes, and each cake you're making with with different people. Uh, as long as you're productive, staying efficient with your time, you're gonna get as much cake as possible, and actually. If you divide and like basically like put your effort in multiple cakes or putting your effort in a bigger cake with more people, you can spend your time more efficiently. And that way you will actually end up with more cake. So how do I put it? So like imagine you're like so we're staying at a cake baking analogy. Like you're really good at, I don't know, cutting up fruits for, for your really nice fruit cake. And before you had to cut fruits you had to prepare you, you had to prepare everything else you had to do baking you had to do decoration at the end and you're really bad at all those other things yes you got your 1k but you spent some time at a thing that you're very good at but also a lot of time on things you're really bad at so overall your efficiency was low so uh with the time you had you made not much cake but After you said, now we're baking a giant cake and I'm spending 100% of my time on things I'm good at, cutting fruits. Now, you, if you plan everything right, you were able to do much more work overall because you were only doing what you're good at. And so, yes, you only get a share of the cake, but you make a giant cake and your slice is bigger. And the reason why I want you to kind of conceptualize why it's working is because basically that's how we like our society, our whole species work is that we're better when we specialize. And it's true on a large kind of humanity scale. It's also true on project scale. Specialize and do things you're good at because as soon as they'll get more. I love it. And uh, thanks for developing the cake analogy here. Uh, that's yeah. what you're talking about is really staying in your zone of genius. And that's what this whole podcast is about. Genius leadership is really about learning What it, what what part of the cake process are you good at and you enjoy and you find a way to to do that particular part as much as you can in your life and in your work and that really keeps the joy in the process and it's so important for the productivity and for making a good cake so yes. Ivan thanks again for being here yeah. with us and and sharing so yeah, dear genius leaders tune in next Wednesday for the main episode with me and Ivan. Talk to you then.